Let's go! Sports hour, baby! Woo! Let's do this, guys. All right. Woo. I hope you're pumped as much as I am, because I am super, super excited for this awesome, awesome Sports Hour podcast. Guys, it is the very first episode of the Sports Hour podcast. I can't wait to see what we do with this. Uh, we've got a super, super awesome lineup here for our very first episode. My name's Greg Mitchell. I'm with UltimateSportsTalk.com. Uh, you know, former college football coach, lifelong sports fan, played all three major sports throughout all high school, played college football, uh, coached it, love, have a super, super passion for sports. And when I started here on Twitch, um, so for those of you listening on the on the podcast, we we are doing this broadcast live on twitch.tv slash alt sports talk. Uh, so we will definitely be you know, queuing in the chat, reading things throughout the this episode. But when I started here on Twitch, man, some of the first people that I met was my co-host here. And uh, he is an awesome, awesome dude. Uh, sports fan, just like me, we, we kind of fell in love with our our. Um, you know, fandom of pro wrestling. And uh, we went into other things as well, you know, hockey, baseball, where we got talking pretty quick, like, what if we did a podcast? So here we are, guys, we are doing the very first episode of the Sports Hour podcast. And with that said, I want to, I want to turn this over to my co host, the very, very real Dash Mars. Dash, how you doing, man? Ah, well, I'm excited to be here, and um, <clears throat> you're right, man. You know, we both have a big love of sports, and the fact that we were able to bring this together and do this podcast is so awesome to finally be able to bring this thing together, make it come true, because, you know, like you said, man, I'm a huge, huge sports fan and basically grew up being a sports fan my entire life, so I'm ready to get this done, man. Awesome, awesome. So Dash, your uh, your audio is coming through great, but for some reason the the video is not showing up uh, anymore. I don't know if you just need to share the video hmm. or what have you. Um, but anyway, we can keep going uh, anyway as you're working through hey, that. Hi. I'll let you know if anything changes on my end. But uh, yeah, right now for some reason it's yeah. not showing up. Um, but I probably right. leave. It might I might have to try and come back because that's what it seems like might be the issue. Okay. All right. Do you want to go ahead and try that? I can, uh, I can sure. get this going. We're going to kick off with baseball first and yeah, right. Ravage. It is loading or at least it thought it was loading. Um, yeah, still the same thing. Well, all right here. Why don't we go ahead and do this? I'm going to switch over dash. Are you with us? Can you hear Okay. Well, while he's working on that, I'll go ahead and get going on uh, on the agenda here. Um, I'll swap over just so that you guys don't have to stare at a loading screen to this view. Okay. So while we're working through that, we uh, for this episode, we are going to start. 
restart his screen. I'm not sure what that means. Uh, let's see. I'm not sure what that means. Ravage. Um, all right, anyway, we'll go ahead and get into this. I'll let him uh, work his magic and get back in here. Uh, with that said, so we want to start off tonight uh, going over a few different things. We will be talking Major League Baseball. We will be talking NHL playoffs. We will also be talking NBA playoffs. And then uh, kind of a nice little wrap-up of everything that's happened so far with NFL. We've had drafts. We've had um, – the season schedule has been announced. Um, some things are still yet to be determined. We've got some key players still unsure where they're going to land or what's going to happen with certain things. Hey, 901 MC, how you doing, man? Uh, great to have you here. Scooby, what's up? What's up, man? Uh, so, guys, we, we have a, a full agenda here. Uh, we've got a nice hour-long packed episode ready to go. Uh, I know my co-host Dash is, we're still working through getting him back in here, uh, but we'll go ahead and get going. Uh, so to kick things off, we're going to go Major League Baseball. So with baseball, you know, we're, we're a decent amount of the way through for baseball, and it's been a very interesting season. I I like where we are with the season. I I, I definitely am... Am happy with what we've seen so far. I guess my there's a lot of surprises here, and and I think that'll make sense as we kind of get into this a little bit more. But let's just start with the standings at this point. So in the American League, the AL East, we've got the Yankees on top of everybody. Um, the Rays are uh, in second place, four and a half back. The Blue Jays are in third place in that. Um, in the East with seven and a half back. And then you've got the Red Sox and Orioles, uh, a distant, you know, fourth and fifth there behind, uh, behind the Yankees. So, you know, all signs point to a three team race there in the AL East. We've got three really good teams there. Of course, the Yankees are playing probably the best baseball of anybody uh, in major league baseball at this point. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's a, it, it's, it's interesting story there in the East, a lot of competition, which is good. You want good competition with uh, the AL central on the other hand, um, you've, you've got some competition, but not necessarily good competition. I'd say <laughs> we've got the twins uh, in the lead right now with a record of 27 and 17 as of tonight's uh, recording. The White Sox are four and a half back, uh, just a shy above 500 at 22 and 21 record. Uh, and then you've got the Guardians, Tigers, and Royals. And let's be honest, neither of those three teams are going to do anything sniffing the playoffs. Um, so it's really just between the Twins and the White Sox at this point. Um, yeah, and the Twins are basically it. They're, they're the only team that's above 500 in the AL Central that's really kind of proven to be a garbage division in the American league at this point. They're, they're really not doing great, but the AL West is not far behind as in terms of garbage. You want to talk about some really poor baseball. Um, you know, the Houston Astros are, are in the lead in that division. 
with a record of 29 and 16, then followed by the angels who they, they keep uh, kind of exchanging first and second place with, uh, with the Astros. So you got those two teams that are really at the top and then it really drops off. You got the Rangers, you've got the A's and of course the Mariners that are all below 500, um, you know, really would take probably a significant effort for them to get out of the bottom uh, and, and back into kind of a reasonable spot. So it's a, it's not a great division um, and neither is the central, but you know, the angels are probably playing some, some of the most surprising baseball, in my opinion. Um, I don't know that a lot of teams were, or a lot of, uh, a lot of people were expecting them to do much. Um, I know they were, you know, they're, they're always, you know, kind of at that mid tier, mid to upper tier. Um, but then they, they notoriously end up finishing right around the wild card or below, or, you know, completely out of the playoffs. Um, they've got Otani who of course does really well, you know, both pitching and, and hitting. Um, and, you know, I think they're going to, they're going to continue this one on. They're one of my surprise teams for this season. Uh, they're playing well. They're they're doing some decent um, some decent play. So I'm hoping that that continues because the American League is really really lacking in quality baseball. Um, that's that's an ongoing theme that we've seen as the season has gone on. Uh, you've really got the Yankees, Rays, and Blue Jays there at the top, and then there's a significant drop off. Even the Astros are are a significant drop off in talent um, and and quality of baseball at this point. So, I I'm not excited about American League baseball. I am excited about the Yankees. Um, I'm not a Yankees fan. My team, just to just to set the record straight, in case anybody thinks I'm a Yankee supporter, I am not. I am a Guardians fan, which really pains me to even call them the Guardians because I grew up an Indians fan and that they will always be the Indians to me. Um, but I am a Guardians fan, and to see them playing the way that they are right now really breaks my heart. They don't have a lot. Um, their team is struggling. They are below 500 for a reason, um, and there's not really a, a better way to say it. I don't think there's any way that they make the playoffs. I don't think there's any way that they do anything significant this year. At this point, they're just trying to get through the season, um, and it is what it is. Yeah, so Ravage, uh, let's go Mets. We are definitely going to get into the National League here next. Uh, I want to just catch up here in the chat. Jay Quick, I'm excited. I'm here for support like Dash was for our show. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, Dash is trying his best to get back into uh, into the stream here. Um, the, the sounds you're hearing, the bloop, uh, that's him trying to connect and, and reconnect. So uh, we are working through some technical difficulties, but we don't want to drop off the stream just yet. So we're still going. Um, let's see, Hunter, I'm awake. I'm alert. I did not try to hop into a live recording and I'm here. Congratulations, Hunter. You are, uh, uh, batting a thousand at this point today. So great job. Uh, 901 MC, my poor white Sox have been getting spanked. You know, 901, I don't know why the white Sox are your team. Um, 
but I live in Chicago, and I can say confidently the White Sox are not my team. Uh, I just mentioned the the Cleveland Guardians are my team, uh, although this year is a really bad year for them. I do live blo- literally blocks away from the the uh, Wrigley Field, um, so the Cubs Stadium, and I will say that is one of the best stadiums to 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 definitely visit and watch a game. What whatever, regardless of what you think of the Cubs and if they're your team or not your team, it doesn't matter, man. That is a great park to watch some of the quality baseball. Um, it is a it is an awesome awesome experience. So I love it, um, especially when the the Cubs play the White Sox. It's a blast here in Chicago. Um, you get to really see wh- who's who's on which team or, you know, who's rooting for who. Um, sometimes friends are uh, bitter rivals for a little bit of time there too. So it's interesting. Uh, 901 MC, I grew up a White Sox fan. Okay. All right. Nice. Uh, Jay Quick. Yeah. Our guardians are not doing, no, they, they are not doing well. Um, they, they are not doing well. So, all right, guys, let's go ahead and get into the national league then. Uh, on the National League side of things, we've got the NL East, uh, where the Mets are leading everybody by a, a pretty good margin. Um, I like to give crap to all of my Atlanta friends. Uh, the Braves are, are not the same Braves team as last year. They want to claim that it's injuries and all of that. I just don't think they're going to be able to relive the same magic that they had last season i think that's really what it comes down to then you got the phillies that are dropped off the the marlins and then the nationals just right at the basement of of the nl east um so the the mets are playing really well as they should have because they did so much this offseason to make this team the team in the national league uh, not just the NL East. This is a this is a we're going for broke type of season for the Mets. If they don't do it this year, next year is going to be really tough for them. So I, you know, they're they've invested, they've committed. The Mets are this is their season. So I'm hoping that they can do well because they they deserve it. They've tried to do everything that they can to make this the best team that they can get, and that I think they've done that. So the, the Mets right now, 29 and 17 as of tonight's recording uh, at the in the first place spot there in the National League East. Really, really excited about that team. They're playing good baseball. Uh, moving over to the Central and probably one of my surprises uh, of the baseball season here. We'll get into it. Uh, but the Brewers are at the top right now. They are three and a half uh, ahead of the Cardinals with a record of 28 and 16. The St. Louis Cardinals, uh, they're playing some really good baseball. I know their record is only six games over or five games over 500 with a 24 and 19 record. Uh, They're only three and a half back from the Brewers, uh, but they play really good, smart, intelligent baseball. And they have a knack for having some serious runs and going on some streaks that kind of come by surprise. Uh, there was a, I think it was the, the Dodgers series from a couple of weeks ago where I really thought that they were out of, out of it. And then they ended up coming back and surprised uh, a lot of people, um, with a, a late inning rally. So they, they have the ability to kind of flip a switch and go that I think is going to position them well to do things to, if they don't win the NL central, then definitely making the wild card. 
and and being a really tough out for whoever ends up facing them. So I I like this Cardinals team. Again, I'm not a Cardinals fan. A little bit more about me. Um, so I grew up an Indians fan, lived in Northeast Ohio most of my life. Uh, after graduating from college, I moved around a lot coaching college football, but I ended up settling down near the Cincinnati area. So as part of that, I did become a Reds fan. Uh, and, you know, the Reds are, of course, at the very bottom of the of all of Major League Baseball right now, play, playing by far the worst baseball. Um, but as part of being a Reds fan, of course, you can't be a Cardinals supporter. You can't say that the Cardinals are doing anything well. Um, you're supposed to hate the Cardinals. Um, here in Chicago, if you're a Cubs fan, you're supposed to hate the Cardinals. Like, they are the team to hate in the NL Central. But I'm telling you, every time I get a chance to watch the Cardinals play, I really, really like this team. I know their record is, you know, right at that five games over 500 mark, but they're a good team. I'm excited for this bunch, and I I hope they do well. Um, I I really, really do. Uh, Followed after the Cardinals, you've got the Pirates in third. You've got the Cubs and, of course, the Reds just down in the basement. They're really, really not a good team this year. Um, So that's the NL Central. Really a two-team race. Uh, Who knows what's going to happen, but the Brewers are playing really well. The Cardinals are playing really well. I'm excited for the outlook of of, uh, the Central. Moving on to the NL West, then, we have, of course – the Dodgers ahead of everybody. And to some, probably a surprise number two is the San Diego Padres. Um, You know, they, they've been playing really well. They've been doing a good job um, getting the wins that they're supposed to get. And they're right there. It's a bit surprising because you think about how well the Dodgers have played and how stacked that team is. Uh, but the Padres are right there in the win-loss column. They're a game and a half back. Uh, Dodgers are 29 and 14 as of tonight's recording. The Padres are 28 and 16, so just a game and a half back off the Dodgers. If they can keep up this pace, it they're going to be right there at the top of the of the National League when it comes playoff time. And I'm I'm I hope that the Padres can sustain this you know we see we've seen over the years teams like the oakland a's you know they have a great regular season and then it comes playoff time and they're so exhausted from having gone 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 at the highest level all season long that they end up you know just crashing at the end uh so i'm hoping that that's not what happens here the um you know the padres it's a marathon it's not a sprint That's what we always hear about the major league baseball season. And right now it's we're in sprint mode. The the teams that have really kind of come out of the gate going hard are the teams that we're all excited about. Uh, It's just a matter of, can they sustain it? I don't know. I don't know if they can sustain it. And that's, that's really the big question, right? That's, that's what it comes down to. So uh, there we are. We've got in third place, and and my other surprise in the National League is the Giants. This was supposed to be their season. I know I've talked to some Giants fans, and they're like, eh, we weren't expecting a whole lot. But, you know, across the nation, a lot of teams, a lot of uh, sports anchors and, and analysts were saying, you know, this is the year for the Giants. They, they're 
right around that rebuilding mode, but this is if they are going to be competitive, you know, anytime soon, this is it. If they're not competitive this season, it's going to be a long road because they are getting into that rebuilding phase. Um, so they started off and had at the very beginning of the season had a really competitive series with the Dodgers. Um, they've played well in the first, you know, the first part of the season, but the last couple of weeks have really taken a toll on the giants. I think that's proven that they're not likely to, to sustain it for very long. You know, now maybe they get some help, uh, you know, there's definitely trades and things that can happen. We've got, you know, always some options, but I don't know if this Giants team is really going to be able to do much, especially when you've got teams like the Dodgers and Padres playing as well as they are. Um, it's going to be tough for the Giants to to sneak above either of those two teams the way that they're playing. So we'll see. You know, I, I don't know what to expect there in the NL West, but what I can say right now is that the Dodgers are definitely the favorites. Uh, they've been the preseason favorites, and, and as the season's gone on, they've proven everybody right. Um, yeah, so it's ex- it's exciting to watch the NL West unfold. Then, of course, after the Giants, you've got the Diamondbacks and the Rockies, um, you know, both playing right around 500 to sub-500 baseball. Uh, not awful, but it's definitely one of the more competitive divisions in uh, in all of Major League Baseball. But, you know, they're... Um, they certainly have a tough road if they're trying to overtake, you know, the Dodgers, Padres, or Giants at this point in the season. All right. So with that said, we've gone through the overview. Let's get back to the chat. Um, we've had some comments come in. Bear with me, guys, as I scroll up here. Uh, Hunter Dillon, you're a Cubs fan. Congratulations. Um, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. So congratulations. <laughs> uh, 901MC saw Bo Jackson play for the Memphis Chicks when he was coming back from injury. Okay, nice, nice. Uh, Real Ravage Dragon. I like Indians better. Don't like the name change. I agree with you. I don't like the name change either. Um, you know, for me, one of the things that the only thing that I thought was really exciting about the name change was the potentially renaming. Uh, the the baseball stadium, the G spot. I heard that uh, thrown out there, and I thought, yeah, that that'd be a great name for that stadium if you're going to be the guardian. So you know, who knows? Uh, but they they haven't done that so far. So if they're not going to rename the stadium to be the G spot, then you know, I don't. I think this whole thing has been all for naught. Uh, Jay Quick, I would worry if the Mets were not good this season. I agree. They they spent so much money and did so much this offseason to get to the point that they are. You know, they they had to they had to be good. Uh, Real Ravage Dragon, I'm still and always will be a Mets fan. Yes, you will, Ravage, and I respect you for that. You're a New Yorker through and through. That's awesome, man. Uh, Jay Quick, uh, the Reds are abysmal. It, that's probably even being kind at this point, Jay Quick. I, I don't know that there's a nice way to put it. Um, they're awful, man. They are they are really, really bad. Uh, 901MC, we have the AAA Memphis Redbirds. Love them, but the cards, blah, never liked them. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's funny that you say that because growing up in Ohio, a lot of the Indians, uh, farm system is there in Ohio. We, ha- the, uh, Akron, 
used to be the arrows, but now they're the Akron rubber ducks. I think that's their division two or uh, their double a uh, franchise. Uh, then you've got the Columbus team, which is their triple a team. Uh, they all play really, really good baseball. Guys, if you, if you're interested in seeing quality baseball, um, professional baseball, but you don't have the money to go see or the, or the ability to go see a big league team um, at the, you know, in major league baseball, check out the, check out the triple a double a single a systems. Um, there's lots of farm systems all over the country, wherever you are, there's probably something closer within driving distance. Those are super fun games, guys. Those minor league games are a blast. The stadiums are usually really, really great. No, I, I mean, especially in Akron and Columbus, there is not a bad seat in either of those stadiums. You can get cheap tickets and have a blast watching some good baseball uh, with players who are very close to getting called up. Um, so it's not, and, and sometimes it's, uh, you know, as uh, 901 MC mentioned, you know, you get to see players who might be doing rehab stints uh, down in the minors uh, just for a period of time while they're rehabbing an injury. So it's really quality baseball. Uh, I highly recommend it. If you're looking for a good time, definitely check out the minor league teams near you. Uh, I will also say, you know, one of the benefits too, for those of you that like to partake, uh, a lot of times the minor league teams will have in their stadiums like dollar beer nights or you know dollar dog nights they'll get some sort of special at the concession so if that's your thing you really want to go watch a good baseball drink a beer and have a dog man minor leagues are the place to be i i'll, I'll say that till the day i die um real ravage dragon new york city we're supposed to hate boston i agree i think we're all supposed to if you're an american and you're living in the United States, you are supposed to hate the Boston Red Sox, period. Uh, also, the Yankees. If you are in the United States and you like the Yankees or the Red Sox, there is something wrong with you. And I don't know that we can be friends. I, I, think, um, I think I'm right there. I don't know that we can be friends, guys. I think that's it. So you know, either change who you're supporting, if you're a Yankees fan or a Red Sox fan, or we're uh, we're gonna have to you know roll up our sleeves and and duke them out. Uh, anyway, no joke. All jokes aside, there's uh, some of my best friends are Yankees fans or, or Red Sox fans. So you know, I I'm not one of those guys that's uh, that's gonna be all or nothing. Uh, no dash, I am not able to hear you. Um, and Ravage very eloquently says here in the chat, LOL. Thank you, Ravage. That was uh, very thoughtful. Um, I'm glad that you were able to put so much thought behind that comment. So thank you so much, guys. And, and any of you listening in on the podcast version of this, uh, whether it's on Amazon or Apple Podcasts, anywhere that you're listening to podcasts, I hope you're enjoying this episode, this first inaugural episode of the Sports Hour uh, podcast. This is literally episode one. So far, we've done brief introductions. Um, we, we were trying to get my co-host, Dash Mars, 
into this uh, stream. It doesn't look like that's working out so far here today. Uh, we'll deal with those technical issues and correct that for next episode. Uh, but what we have done so far is we just completed going over Major League Baseball, and we're going to dive right into National League playoffs. Uh, so with that said, let's go ahead and take a look at the the current playoff picture. So, again, as of tonight's recording, we've got Colorado leading the St. Louis Blues 3-2 to two in, in their series. Uh, some really excellent hockey being played in that series. I, I love the Colorado team. To me, they are the team to beat. Uh, but the St. Louis team is playing really, really well. Um, I'm not shocked that they're up three to two, uh, Colorado. I, I'm hopeful that they can get this over with soon, but, uh, man, the blues are not going to go away. That's going to be a tough out, uh, as we're finding. And so Colorado's got, got a, a tough game six coming up, man. I, I'm excited for it. And I hope that, uh, they can they can put this one to bed, but I don't know, man. I, I don't know if they can do it. I think I, if I had to put a prediction on it, it's going game seven, uh, Colorado ends up winning it, but it's, you know, it's a nail biter to the very end. Uh, with that said, let's go to the, the next series. We've got, um, Edmonton Oilers currently leading the, the Calgary flames three to one in their series. Uh, and I, again, I, I'm not overly surprised to me. I thought Calgary was a um, little overrated uh, going into the playoffs. You know, now Calgary fans don't hate me. They had a great season. I just didn't think that they would stack up well. In, and I think we saw that they were ranked number one in, uh, in their bracket and they struggled a bit against the Dallas stars, you know, luckily they ended up winning that series, but uh, you know, it, it went to game seven. And I think we're seeing the, the tail end of that, you know, with uh, Edmonton, you know, now they also, I, I want to be fair. Edmonton also in the first round of the playoffs ended up going seven games, a tough series against LA. I, I get all of that. But I think you're seeing the difference between a Calgary team that played a an okay Dallas Stars uh, versus an Oilers team that played a really good LA team and ended up winning. And the the Oilers are just that much better. They're just that much better. There's no there's no other way to put it. They're just that much better. Um. So with that. Let's see here. I'm going to go ahead. Uh, hey, Dash, if you're able to hear me right now, I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. Uh, I don't think it's going to work here tonight, so I'm going to go ahead and get out. Um, we will fix this for next time. I apologize, my friend. We'll we'll take care of these technical issues next time. Uh, so feel free to get in the chat. You can put your comments and everything in. Uh, I will definitely read them as we're going. Um all right, and then so we we've talked about Edmonton and uh, the Calgary in their series. I to me, I think Edmonton ends up knocking them out in five. I don't think this is going to go any further. Um, you know, Calgary is just they're playing the way that I kind of expected them to play. Uh, all right, moving into 
I guess the, you know, probably the talk of NHL, Tampa Bay Lightning. I mean, they just wrapped up their series with uh, the Florida Panthers, um, really wrapped everything up in a nice little bow, completely swept them four to nothing. And Tampa Bay is doing great. Um, They're just waiting now for whoever is unfortunate enough to come out of the Carolina New York Rangers series. Uh, and right now that series is tied two to two. So we've got some, we've got some good stuff going in, in the hockey arena. I like what I've seen so far now, you know, I do want to preface this. We, I, even though I just went through and I talked about everything, I am not a hockey fan. Uh, I like, I am a fan of playoff hockey. Playoff hockey is by far to me the best hockey that you can watch. Um, and I was really excited about the first round of the NHL playoffs. I think you saw some really amazing games. Um, you know, even, you know, the Carolina um, Boston Bruins series was really, really good. Uh, Carolina went up 2-0 over the Boston Bruins, but Boston fought back, man. They they didn't roll over. They played well. But when you go down 2-0 against a team like Carolina, it's really hard to come out from that. So they took them to a game seven and did everything that they could. But, uh, you know, it's stories like that that I was really excited about in the first round of the playoffs. And now we're starting to see the top teams separating themselves. I think we're going to see a you know continuation of that throughout the rest of the playoffs. We're seeing some amazing hockey being played right now. Uh, Real Ravage, I I don't know if you're still in the chat right now. I don't I don't know, man, about these Rangers. I I guess I kind of hope for the best, but I'm expecting the worst when I watch them play. Um. And I guess, you know, every time I see them play, I feel like they get lucky and their style just doesn't bode well to do much more than what they're doing, if that makes sense. So I think they're they're lucky that Carolina is playing at the level that they're playing, because I think they are a much better team than the Rangers and ultimately end up winning the series. It probably does go seven. It probably does go seven, though. Um, but Carolina is going to be an exhausted team at the end of all of this, I think. And, and I don't, I think who, it doesn't really matter who comes out of the Carolina Rangers series. Either of those two teams is going to be unfortunate enough to go up against Tampa Bay. I think Tampa Bay is definitely the favorite on that side of the brackets. Uh, so to me, you've got Colorado on one side, you've got Tampa Bay on another side, those two are heading towards a collision course head to head against each other in the Stanley cup finals. Um, that's my prediction. Uh, let's see. Let's get into the chat here. Um, all right. Real ravage had the LOL comment again. Thank you. Excellent pensmanship there. Uh, real dash Mars. Ah, uh, hate the tech difficulties when everything seemed fine. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely take care of that, man. We'll we'll do this and get it wrapped up. I don't know what it is. Sometimes it's just the it's just the way that that was working. It's it's tough to say. Uh, real ravage. Let's go Rangers. And real ravage again. They will win. Well, you know, I I would 
really question your loyalty if you said anything other than that, Real Ravage. So I'm not going to hold that against you, but I'm, I'm just going to politely disagree with you. Uh, Real Ravage, again, New York teams always have the titles. They're amazing. Uh, okay. I, I don't know that I can go anywhere with that. Um, the Jets are awful. The Giants are awful. The, the Mets had to pay th- hundreds of thousands of dollars, millions of dollars to get a team that was even competitive in, in the East um, this offseason through free agency. So, yeah. Um, and now, I mean, the Yankees, sure, they're, they're definitely at the top. So if you want to talk about that, I can agree with you, but. Uh, other than other than them, I don't know that there's a lot of substantiation there. Yankees have multi championships. Well, yeah, they do. But you're a Mets fan, so can you really count those championships? I don't know. That's let you ponder that. Um, all right, uh, Dash. I don't see anything else. Uh, in the, oh, actually, I missed. Uh, Oh, well, just more knowledge for next week. I'll send the line uh, free agency guys I mentioned for NFL. Okay, all right, great, Dash. That sounds good. There's three New York teams in hockey. Yeah, great. And how many of them are left right now? And how many of them have a real shot at winning the Stanley Cup playoffs? Um, I'll let you ponder that one, too. All right. With that said, I think we've covered hockey to the best of my ability. Again, my co-host, would uh, Real Dash Mars, would have been able to go into a lot more details. <laughs> Ravage Rangers all the way. I agree to disagree. That's great. Um, so we'll move on to our next wonderful topic. Uh, with that, we've got NBA. So as most of you are aware, and some of you may not be, so I'll just kind of catch you up. We are in the the Eastern Conference Finals and the Western Conference Finals. Uh, let's call it the semifinals of the National Basketball Association playoffs for this season. Where we are, um, you've got Dallas Mavericks and Golden State Warriors on the Western Conference Finals. On the Eastern Conference Finals, you've got the Miami Heat against the Boston Celtics. You know, some will say that that was a big surprise that we even landed where we landed. You know, you had some outs from Philadelphia who are one of the favorites uh, going into the playoffs on the Eastern Conference side. You also had on the Western Conference side, I'm going to call it a very surprising out with uh, with the Phoenix Suns getting knocked out by the Dallas Mavericks. Now. You know, Dallas played well. I'm not going to take anything away from them. But I am very surprised that they ended up beating, especially the way that they finished that game seven. Uh, You know, we saw some blowouts on both sides as the series went on. I think Phoenix beat Dallas game three or four, I think, by a 30, something like that. And then they turned around in, uh, in one of the next games 
and Dallas beat them by a pretty significant margin. I think it was like 18, something, something along those lines. Um, so it was, it was a lot of really weird back and forth. Um, once you got to the latter stages of the series. And then of course you had game seven on Phoenix's home court and Phoenix just got completely destroyed. The CP three was asleep. I think the entire game, uh, they really didn't play well as a team. They, it, it was embarrassing. I'm just going to flat out call it. It was an embarrassment. They, that game seven was embarrassing. So you've got this Dallas team that, you know, I guess had some question marks going into the Western Conference Finals. Were they really that good? Or did Phoenix just kind of pee down their legs and embarrass themselves on their own home court? I think we're starting to see especially where they're at right now in the NBA playoffs. Um, You know, kudos to that team, Dallas. They're doing everything that they can. But tonight is game five. Golden State is up three to one. It felt like game four was really more of like a courtesy win. Like, I don't know that they really beat Golden State. I think they just kind of ended up having more points at the end, if that makes sense. Um, they were up pretty pretty good at one point, I think by 20 or so over Golden State. And they only ended up finishing, win- what, by 9 or 10, something like that. I mean, Golden State will not be embarrassed. Uh, but we've got a game five here tonight. Um, literally, at this point in the recording, we're 22 minutes away from tip-off. I'm expecting that Golden State wraps this one up tonight. I don't see it going past game five. If it does, I'm gonna I'm gonna be very surprised. But it feels like you're just kind of um extending the inevitable. Like Golden State's gonna win this series. There's there's no doubt about it. They're going to win this series. Um and you know, I don't want to do any kind of real crazy spoilers, but I think this is a great time to say I've talked on our Twitch stream uh, for those of you that have, have listened in or have caught our, our videos on demand. I thought the I've watched the East. I've watched the West. It didn't matter to me who came out of the West. The top four teams in the West were all better than the top team in the East. And I still believe that. I don't care who. To me, the Heat have been the best team in the East. Now, right now, Boston is playing the better basketball. And they're they're proving that by being up right now in their series. So I'm not surprised that Boston is where they are. But they were not the favorite. And they were not playing the best basketball you know, a week and a half ago. So... Where we are, I think you've got a really very good Golden State team who's going to wrap up against Dallas. And then they're going to end up playing in the finals. Probably whoever, you know, kind (laughs) of falls out of the East. I don't think it matters. I don't, I really don't. I think it's a four, to me, it's a foregone conclusion. Golden State is your new NBA champions. Uh, they, they end up winning this and, you know, Steph Curry goes down as one of the best basketball players of all time, you know, rightfully so, uh, you know, I think they're at the tail end probably of the golden state dynasty. That is the, the current warriors team, 
but I think they also proved that they did not need um they did not need major superstars like um like what they had with the former MVP who is now in Brooklyn doing a bunch of nothing. Um they they had the makeups of a championship team way before that. Um and and this is a good franchise. This is a good team. I'm curious to see what kind of moves they make for long-term success. You know, Green's getting up there. Uh, you've got Iguodala, who's probably getting close to retirement, um, who comes off the bench and you know, has been multi-time six, six-man uh, award winner of the year. So I, I'm fully expecting there to be some changes in that lineup here in the next couple of years, for sure. We'll see if they can sustain what they've done. They went through some growing pains last year as, as well as some injuries. But I'm excited about this team, and I think right now they are the team to beat, and I don't see anybody beating them. Dallas is not going to beat them. Boston won't beat them. Heat definitely won't beat them. Uh, So I think Golden State is it. So uh, let's go ahead and go to the chat. Boy, we've had some nice conversation here, and, of course, a lot of New York. Um, Let's see. Jay Quick, the Knicks are putrid. Absolutely. Ravage says it's cool. Uh, nah, you forget the the Magics and the Clippers. I don't even know where to start with that. Um, I, I don't even know where to go, man. Uh, Dash says sent to you. Okay, thanks. Um, Dallas surprised me so far. If they somehow make it to the finals, they deserve to win it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, if they end up winning this, if it does go seven, and the Dallas Mavericks end up winning this series, they, to me, are the favorites. Again, to me, it doesn't matter who comes out of the West. The West will win the championship this season. I I wholeheartedly believe that. I said that at the beginning of the the playoffs, and I wholeheartedly believe that now. Um, Whether it's Dallas or Golden State, it doesn't matter. They are both better than either Boston or the Miami Heat. So I, I don't think it matters. I think the West is winning. Um, let's see. Ravage says, it's because of Golden State. I stopped watching basketball. Why? Why? Why would you stop watching basketball because of that? Uh, oh, and the Cavs. The Maverick. I don't know what that means, Ravage. What do you mean, oh, and the Cavs? Careful, man. I'm a Cavs fan, so I'm about to to really get livid here. If you're talking crap about my calves, uh, Ravage says the Mavericks are going to be like the Spurs. No one will see it coming. Well, no one will see what coming. You think they're gonna? You think they're gonna end up beating Golden State, or do you think that? Or what you're saying is that they are the next dynasty. They are gonna. They're gonna be a long-term success. You think they're gonna win? Oh boy, man. Um, well, I'll say this: I really liked your Rocket League video on YouTube and your Super Mario Kart video on YouTube. Uh, so maybe that's the the range to stick to. <laughs> I don't know, man. But so far, your take on uh, some of this tonight, I disagree uh, a lot with what you're saying. But I, you know, the Rangers aren't a horrible team. If you're still stuck on the Rangers thing, they're not horrible. 
Um, but I do want to do a quick score update. Uh, right now, Carolina is up 2-1 to one over the Rangers. Um, so sorry about that. Uh, it is almost the end of the second period. Uh, so, yeah, I... I uh, I don't know, man. Um, but Dallas, no, I don't think they're, they're not the next anything to me. They will be a good franchise for a while. Um, especially when you got Luca, it's going to be hard to not be in the playoffs, but I don't see them at that same Spurs type level. They gotta, they gotta win one first before they're at that level. And I don't think anybody is going to be surprised by them winning or not winning they're not going to be a team that sneaks up on you is my point um they are they were built to be good they should be where they are they should be good but what they've proven is that they are lacking some significant pieces to be competitive at all facets of the basketball game and that's where they're getting exposed right now um yeah Let's see. Okay. Uh, just saying what the supersonics back. Okay. Ravage. That is something we can agree on. Thank you. Now we can be friends. We can be friends again. This is good. Uh, yeah, I, I would, I, it broke my heart when the Seattle supersonics franchise went down. And then when they relocated over to, uh, you know, over to where they went, I I'm, I would love to see the Seattle Supersonics back. I think the the NBA would be really would benefit greatly by having another franchise, especially in Seattle. They've seen success in Seattle with Seahawks. Um, they could do good things in that market. So I'm I would love to see that. Um, I t- I completely agree. Yeah, and that takes me back, man. The Supersonics growing up, one of the best teams, and it's super fun to watch. Gary Payton was one of my favorite players. Uh, of course, I of, of course Jordan was my favorite, even though he really embarrassed the Cavs on multiple occasions. Um, but I liked I liked him. I liked uh, Mark Price for the Cavs. That's a name for some of you Cavs fans that'll probably take you back. Um, yeah, man. Doherty. Absolutely. That's right. Take that, Ravage. Oh, man. But, yeah, guys, this is uh, this is good talk. I, I like all of this. Um, okay, so basketball is what it is. Let's go ahead and get over. Um, Dash, I know you said that you sent me something for NFL. I I'm, don't have the ability at the moment to bring that up. Uh, so we will definitely go over that next week. Uh, and this is a great time to remind everybody. So this is our first podcast. Um, guys, we will be doing this weekly. Uh, Real Dash Mars and I will be doing the Sports Hour podcast every Thursday night from 6.30 p.m. Central Time to 7.30 p.m. Central Time. Uh, so, you know, set your alarms, set your reminders, whatever you've got to do. Follow us here on twitch.tv slash altsportstalk. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, you can also join our Discord uh, for reminders. If you're here on Twitch, just do exclamation point Discord in the chat, and you can get a nice little link there to an invite link to join our Discord and get reminders and also join in the conversation. We've got an, a really awesome group of people that loves to talk sports. We talk pro wrestling. We talk baseball, basketball, football. Uh, you know, There's even a channel in the Discord for soccer. 
Uh, I don't think anybody has really said a lot in there, but we are not opposed to talking any sports. So if you're interested in sports, this is the place to be for you. Um, and I'm excited. I, I am. I think we're doing uh, some great things here on Twitch. We're doing some great things anywhere that you're listening to this podcast. Uh, just know that you are welcome. We also have a good YouTube. So if you're interested in seeing either this podcast, the, the video on demand, you can check it out either on twitch.tv slash alt sports talk, or you can also visit us on YouTube, ultimate sports talks, uh, search in the, in, in the search bar and we will come up for you. Uh, and while you're checking out other things that we've done this past Tuesday, uh, we also did our first inaugural episode of the wrestling extravaganza podcast with myself and Jay quick. Uh, also a, a friend of the channel and a frequent viewer, had an amazing podcast. Our first episode, we went over AEW, um, their upcoming pay-per-view, Double or Nothing. We also uh, did a uh, you know fantasy booking for Impact Wrestling's Slammiversary pay-per-view coming up uh, very soon. It's their 20th anniversary, and we had some really fun, exciting uh, surprises that we booked for that. So I'm, I'm excited about what's happening, man. We've got some good things going. Um, so with NFL, I'm checking the time right now um, with conversation and everything that we've had. We are running a little late, so I'm going to go ahead and skip the NFL talk uh, for the most part. I will go into um, a, a very small dialogue. So as you all have heard throughout this episode, I am a Cleveland fan through and through. Cavs are my team, Indians are my team, and the Browns have always been my team. So the Browns, I feel like, give you every reason in the world to love them from time to time. And then they give you every reason in the world to just absolutely hate them and to stop watching, stop paying attention and to turn your fandom elsewhere. What that, what has happened this off season with the Cleveland Browns has been the latter. Uh, it's really questioned my interest in the franchise, my interest in the team. I feel like last season, and I'm not a Baker Mayfield apologist or you know major supporter, but what I will say is that last season the the Browns were right there. They were on the cusp of making the playoffs and and do you know repeating in another another great season like they had the year before with Baker Mayfield at the helm. Now they struggled a lot this season. Uh, this past season, they were projected by many to be a potential Super Bowl contender and with Baker Mayfield. And what they struggled with uh, a lot, and the, the Cleveland media didn't help much with this, was that Baker Mayfield was injured for most of the season. He had multiple injuries. He had an abdominal injury. He had a shoulder injury. Um, it was very challenging for him to get out there and to compete every week. You know, right, wrong, or indifferent. You can make excuses all you want to. But even with that, they were right there to be in the playoffs. They swept the Cincinnati Bengals last season. Super Bowl Cincinnati Bengals last season. They swept them in the regular season. Um, and that's with Baker Mayfield with an injured 
Baker Mayfield at that. So it's hard for me to swallow that with all the games that we saw last season, with all the ridicule and the questioning of Baker Mayfield and all of that, that they went out and they got a player that hadn't even played for an entire season and had legal issues. Don't even know for sure if Deshaun Watson might even be able to play this season. The NFL is currently doing their investigation. Um, You know, and with all of that, question marks around Deshaun Watson they in in all of you know the efforts to bring him in they completely alienated their starting quarterback and if they put themselves in a situation where now Deshaun Watson's not able to play the NFL comes out with their ruling and let's say he's suspended for a whole season or most of the season you know I've heard upwards of two seasons if that happens Baker Mayfield will not play this year. He's already come out and said that, like, trade me because I'm not playing for this franchise anymore. I'm done with the Cleveland Browns. They're done with me. I'm done with them. So if that's how it's going to be, you're not even going to have your starting quarterback from last year to rely on. And you haven't traded him anywhere to get anything of value. You've got dead weight on the roster you're down to a third string quarterback at that point. That's really, that's where they're at. That's where the Cleveland Browns have, have positioned themselves. They're down to a third string quarterback going into the season, likely, you know, depending on what comes out of this investigation, of course, you know, and I also want to put another wrinkle into the argument, you know, for going away from Baker Mayfield guys, if, did Baker Mayfield light the world on fire last year? No. Did he light the world on fire the year before? No. It was largely their running game that got them to where they were, you know, two years ago. And, you know, got them to the point where they they played really well against Kansas City and had some things gone differently, they might have been able to beat Kansas City. But they were the only team that competed with Kansas City that season in the playoffs. They were the only team that did, and that's with Baker Mayfield. So with all of that, you look at the games where you know they didn't win or they lost by a lot of points. Most of that was def- the defense. If they had some heartbreaker losses where, the, where Baker Mayfield and the offense scored 30-plus points, and they still lost. I think that was on four different occasions, four or five different occasions where the defense gave up um, 35 plus. So it's hard to say with all of that, how do you point the finger at Baker Mayfield? I understand that the Cleveland media was so anti Baker Mayfield for most of last season. They seem to have it in their minds that no quarterback is the right quarterback. And then when they finally draft one, they get excited until two or three games in. And then we, they go right back to, you know, is this really the guy? And everything is being questioned. And then they end up firing coaches and repackaging the entire franchise, you know, year after year after year. It's a vicious cycle. And I, I feel like they owed Baker Mayfield a commitment to this season. They they needed to see what they had with him, but they saw a very shining star in a shadow of Deshaun Watson. He's not the same guy that 
even had his his best season, uh, let alone his worst season, and he d- hasn't even played for a whole year. Guys, I'm not excited about it. I see the schedule that's come out. So I go to the Cleveland Browns schedule real fast. Um, week one at Carolina. Week two, home against the Jets. Week three, Pittsburgh Steelers. They'll probably get beat. Um, Carolina, New York, let's be realistic. Let's say at best, they probably split. Um they might end up winning both if they had a real Baker Mayfield there, but they'll probably end up splitting uh, one way or the other there at best. Uh, they'll, they'll get beat by Pittsburgh. I believe that um, at Atlanta, yeah, they'll probably win that game. Let's say uh, chargers. They'll lose uh, Patriots. They'll lose Baltimore. They'll lose Cincinnati. They'll probably lose. Then they have their bye. So going into the bye week, that's week nine, I'm saying they will have won three games, three of the eight games. Um, They'll be three and eight going into the bye week. Week 10 at Miami, they'll win against Miami. At Buffalo, (laughs) guys, come on. That's funny. That's funny. Oh, ah, Ravage, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, posture check and hydrate check. Bear with me, uh, podcast listeners, as I take a drink of water. And while I straighten up my back. Oh, see, these are the fun things that you can do if you're watching us live on twitch.tv slash altsportstalk. Uh, you can redeem things called channel points. The longer that you watch us on Twitch, the uh, more points that you can accumulate. And then you can cash those in for fun things like uh, Ravage just redeemed a posture check. So he noticed that I was hunching a little bit and he gave uh, 100 of his lovely points to get my back up straight, which was awesome. Uh, he also redeemed a hydrate. So I took a drink of water because you could tell that my mouth was just getting parched. So I appreciate the listeners and the viewers for caring about me as a, as a host. Thank you so much, Ravage. Um, and so let me wrap up on the, the whole Baker Mayfield Browns conversation. So we went through the first half, uh, right up to the bye week. Uh, no way that they beat the bills. No way they beat Tampa Bay. I'm going to say they beat Houston. Uh, they'll lose to Cincinnati. They'll lose to Baltimore. The pro at that point in the season at week 16 against new Orleans, I'm going to say they'll be so demoralized that they will lose to New Orleans as well. That should be a game that they win, but I think they'll lose just because they'll have given up at that point. Um, They'll probably beat Washington because Washington is trash usually. And then uh, Pittsburgh, they'll they'll probably lose to Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh may still have something to fight for at week 18. So with that, let's see. One, two, so two more wins. That was it. Five. Five wins on the season. That's what I'm predicting for the Cleveland Browns. So with that, guys, I'm I'm going to probably cry myself to sleep thinking about the Browns schedule and be on the lookout for a better team to root for this season. Now, I am a Chicagoan. Could the Bears be that team? <laughs> No, uh, no, they they are not that team either, uh, in, in my opinion. Um, 
but uh, for me, and I'm not a, I'm not a front runner. I don't root for the team that I think everybody should root for, you know, just because they're championship heavy or anything like that. But I have been a Patriots fan in addition to a Browns fan since way back before they were the Patriots that we all know them to be. Um, I was a huge fan of Bill Belichick when he was head coach of the Cleveland Browns. Um, And so for him to get another head coaching job for the New England Patriots, that got me really excited. And I was really pumped when they started doing well before they became the Patriots dynasty that they are. Um, Now I know Tom Brady's left and things have kind of been up in the air. They had a decent season this past season, but they kind of fell off. They had a rough start at the beginning. They had a great middle and then they had a rough finish at the end and did nothing in the playoffs. Um, So I'm expecting that team to be good again. And that will probably be the team that I want to watch the most is the Patriots. I don't think the Browns are going to be a team to care about this season. So for me, it's going to be the Patriots. Um, Patriots are bust for me. So let's go ahead and get into the chat. Uh, All right. Let me scroll up here, guys. Sorry. Bear with me. Um, then follow with the stunner. This was fun. Wish I can talk typing. I'm not too good at explaining things. Yeah. Ravage. That's something that we will, uh, talk about. Um, Dash and I is the ability for us to bring in guests or fans to not going to say call in, but to, for guests to be able to, uh, or visitors to be able to come on the audio and talk with us as, as hosts. I think that's something that we could definitely look at in the future. Right now it's episode one. We struggled even getting dash on here. So uh, let's work through the bugs and, and get, get this kind of a well-oiled machine. And once we're there, we will have uh, that opportunity for people to come in and, and say their, uh, say their piece. So yeah, definitely keep uh, keep tuning in, Ravage. We appreciate all your support, whether you're a New York fan or not. We we appreciate you, man. Thank you. Uh, did they change Redskins to Browns? No. Well, no. Uh, football's not my thing. Okay, Ravage, not a problem. I yeah, it is what it is, man. I don't I don't fault you for that at all. Uh, Big E thirty eighty six. Thanks uh, thanks for joining us here tonight. Uh, Browns are better off with Baker over Watson. In my opinion, Watson isn't that good of a quarterback. I agree with you. I, I don't disagree with that at all. I think he had some great seasons. Um, he needed a, a tremendous star wide receiver to do the things that he did. Um, and he doesn't have that with the Browns. He didn't have that the last couple of seasons that he was playing with uh, Houston. And you saw very quickly that when things weren't going well, there was all this dissension then between him and the coach, him and the front office. Like at some point, guys, you got to play football. You, you have what you have. You make the best with what you got. Play the damn game. And he's proven that he's not willing to do that. I don't trust him. I, regardless of what's happening in the, in his personal life and with the 22 women and all of that stuff, I don't, I don't care about any of that, to be honest. It's not a morals thing for me, although I definitely don't support any of the things that he's done. And I, I hope that whatever comes out of this, that the women who were impacted are able to find some sort of peace out of all of this. 
But I do think that uh, Watson is very overrated. I don't think um, the Browns, for sure, should have wagered their entire season and their success on someone like Deshaun Watson. So I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed in him. I'm disappointed in the Browns. I'm disappointed that they couldn't make a great thing with Baker Mayfield work. Um, I'm disappointed in the Cleveland media for pushing so hard that the franchise felt the need to go get somebody else. Uh, And I'm disappointed that now the Browns have very few high level picks because they wasted it on somebody like Deshaun Watson. I'm, I'm, very disappointed overall. Uh, so the, the Patriots are the team I care about, man. They're the team I'm looking forward to uh, the most, and I hope that they do good things this season. Uh, let's see. Wrapping up here, I know we're just about over time. Let's let's get through the rest of this chat. Well, was Dan Marino a good football player? Uh, yes. Ravage. I, I don't know what that was in reference to. Uh, Ravage says it's all good. The Broncos going to win again. (laughs) Well, we'll see. Who knows? Um, I guess you can wish in one hand and crap in the other and see which one fills up first. Uh, Big E says you can come root for the Broncos with me. (laughs) All right. And I'm not a Broncos fan. It's just everybody hates the Broncos. Hunter Dillon. Let's see. Redeemed add a chat command. Just in case you have technical difficulty exclamation point fumble ultimate sports talk is a professional but sometimes fumbles happen this is one of those times hunter i appreciate you we will uh we will get that command up and running that's a good one Uh, that that is definitely a good one let me uh Let me just make a note of it so we don't lose sight of it. Again, guys, if you're listening on the podcast, these are the fun things that you can do uh, with your channel points. Um, And something you can't see, but something that I enjoy. Um, So I'm a pro wrestling fan. I do random pro wrestling t-shirts every single day. So I have a collection of, at this point in time, uh, let's see, 86 is it 86? No, it's 76. Sorry, 76 pro wrestling t-shirts um, that I have. I'm a huge pro wrestling tees fan. Um, they are here in Chicago. I love what they do. Their product is amazing. Uh, I get t-shirts there very, very cheap whenever they have specials running, which they do have right now. They've got a 20% off uh special running on prowrestlingtees.com. Definitely check them out if you're a pro wrestling fan and you're looking for cheap t-shirts that are also very quality. They are the place to go. Uh, And if you spend over $150 through this special right now, not only do you get 20% off, but you also get free shipping anywhere in the United States. So definitely check that out for this special Memorial Day um, prize and uh, or special. And this is not a sponsored podcast. I am not a sponsored um, streamer here on Twitch yet, Uh, but Pro Wrestling Tees, if you are interested and you are hearing this, let's talk. Let's talk, guys. Guys, seriously, let's let's talk. All right. 
So channel points uh, definitely is something that you should, if you're not uh, able to listen to us here on uh, twitch.tv slash alt sports talk live, and you're listening to us on the podcast, give us a chance. Uh, come on out again, 630 to 730 central standard time every Thursday night. You can catch the sports hour podcast. If you like this, you will definitely like it a lot better when we have my co-host real dash Mars uh, here on with us. I'm excited. I think this one it was a really good episode, even though it didn't go quite as planned. We will get a new chat command in there for exclamation point fumble. Ultimate Sports Talk is a professional, but sometimes fumbles happen. And this one is uh, one of those times. But we made the best of what we had. I'm going to say it was a touchdown for episode one regardless. So thank you, Hunter. Thank you, Jay Quick. Thank you, Real Ravage. Thank you, Big E. And, of course, thank you, Dash, for doing your damnedest to try to get in here tonight. You all make this a success. I've enjoyed this. I hope you've enjoyed this. With that said, this is Greg Mitchell with Ultimate Sports Talk. Thank you so much. I appreciate all your support, and uh, the team at Ultimate Sports Talk does as well. Uh, tune in next time, Thursday night, 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time for the Sports Hour podcast. And uh, I'm sure by then we'll have all these technical difficulties figured out, and we'll have a great episode, too. So that said, thank you so much, everybody. Have a good evening, and uh, sleep tight. <laughs>